From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of November 7th, 2012 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Warner, joined by the best political team in television, Kathy Whirling, <laughs> Teresa Eccles, Dustin West, Kevin Close, and John Majai. You can tell I've been watching CNN a lot. Uh, in this week's show, Kevin Close tells us his pick for the best breakfast at Walt Disney World, and we reveal the results of our survey, asking you to pick your favorite. We also have our review of Disney's Boardwalk Resort, all that plus this week's news and Roundtable Rapid Fire coming up on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the show, everybody. Um, when you're listening to this, we know who the next president is. We may not. Yeah, I'm not There's so sure we're going to extended voting in some states. Yeah, because well, of the hurricanes. So. I'm, I'm I'm being optimistic. Right. Okay. And um, um, New Jersey is apparently letting you vote by smoke signal. I was just going to say. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. It's just a, they're raising their hands and counting. Yeah. Wow. However, I do know I've got a housekeeping, but I do know that parts of the Northeast are being evacuated again as or another nor'easter. Yep. Yeah, that's another terrible. nor'easter. Stay safe, guys. Yeah. Um, wow. We. Uh, I have an email from one of our listeners. Okay. Well, would you like to read it? Sure. Uh, this is from our listener, Mickey. She lives on Staten Island. Oh, And we hadn't heard from her for a while, and I'm going to kind of cut it down. She says things have been crazy, but when we talked about them on the podcast last week, it really touched her that we were thinking about the Northeast. And she wants to thank us for that. Uh, they, she says they're blessed compared to their neighbors, friends, and other family members. Garrettson Beach, Long Beach, New York, New Jersey, and Breezy Point. A roof, a door, and a window blew in on their house, and food had to be thrown out. But she's optimistic because all of that can be fixed. They had to evacuate on Sunday by 6 p.m., and her husband, John, had to go to work, and he was there till Tuesday. He works in the command center for the mayor, city hall, and housing. There was no heat, water, and limited food for the days they were there. Mm. Her older daughter... Uh, her daughter and her went to her older daughter's house in the center of Staten Island. That was okay. Her son, his girlfriend, and their dog went to friends' houses in Woodbridge, New Jersey. Uh, but they had to be evacuated the second time because the Raritan River was going to breach. Yep. Uh, two adults, two do- or four adults, two dogs, and a bird had to go to a shelter as the outer bridge back to Staten Island was closed. The water sp- surged so badly that her son's house, the foundation is cracked, it moved the house, and now the house is condemned. Oh, wow. wow. This is on Staten Island. This is the part that got to me. There's so much devastation here that at times it's just overwhelming. And to boot, we're having to endure three to four hour gas lines. No power means no pumps. Our neighbors have boats in their front yards, and they don't even have boats. Hmm. Uh, Mickey and some friends drove up to Saugerties, New York, which is going up towards Albany. And to they brought gas cans. I came with den, 10 gas cans, as, or she came back with 10 gas cans filled. There's nowhere, none are to be found anywhere near sh- where she lives on Staten Island. There are families sleeping in cars that have not been destroyed and using them for warmth and power just so they can keep in touch with other people. They don't want to leave their homes as they're afraid of looters, but their homes are condemned. Mm. The cars are also running out of gas and they can't get to a gas station, even if we know who's open and who has gas. So she filled up four to five gallon gas cans and drove back to Staten Island with the windows open. She doesn't want you to think she's a fool. Uh, 
but she gave gas cans to people who were sleeping in their cars mm. so they could keep their cars running. A friend of hers with a 10-month-old baby, they've lost all their clothing and their home was flooded. They've never seen anything like this, and she thinks that the problem is that the houses in New York and New Jersey aren't built to hurricane codes no, like they're they not. are here in Florida. They're not. Uh, they, she came home, and her house has a green sticker on it, which means she can go back in. You have to wait until the, the inspection team comes right. around to tell you whether you can go back in. She's in her house for a day, and she has to evacuate again tonight. Mm. And my plea here is that we all sort of take all of the generosity that we've been moving towards Give Kids the World. And move it to this. And for a day, two days, or a week, that we move this to the people that are in the Northeast. Yeah. There's a Red Cross number. It's like 9099, or I apologize. 90999. That you can text. And just texting, that means you put $10 on your uh, your phone bill. Mm-hmm. If you do that, you won't even notice it. It'll just be folded into your phone bill, but it could help. We are a very, very generous group, but at this point in time, there are people who need our help. Mm. And these are people who need our help to just keep their kids warm. So, Well, right. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and just, you know, you can, you can give money. Uh, <clears throat> I, uh, I rounded up a bunch of clothes, three, I think four bags full of clothes that I didn't need anymore. Those went to the Red Cross. Uh, we've all heard stories of how I like to stockpile uh, toiletries uh, from the different hotels. Oh, that's um, a really good idea. I just sent, I'm not kidding, dust of, well, like thousands of yeah. bottles of soap and shampoo and body wash, um, all given to the Red Cross. Um, you don't have to be, you, 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 there's so many ways to give. There's so many ways to give. You can give money, you can give time. You can give clothing. You can give all sorts of things. Uh, go to the Red Cross's website. Text to nine zero nine 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 to donate. Um, there's all sorts of ways. Uh, I think to give. if you live in the outer areas where gas is not a problem, Mickey's idea of taking gas, gas cans, full gas cans. Now I know people are going to tell us that's dangerous on the open road to have a car full of gas cans. Use caution. I think I would be one of those people who would... Do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. There are people sleeping in cars, and with a nor'easter coming, these people are going to need heat. Yeah. I mean, it's... And, you know, having lived there, we, you know, uh, four of us here at the table uh, have lived in the Northeast. Unfathomable. Mm -hmm. Unfathomable. I used to... We used to have to deal with snowstorms, and you'd stock up on bread and milk because you'd be in the house for a day or two. Right. This isn't Nothing like this. Nothing, nothing, nothing like this. My dad is still without power. Oh. They're predicting another seven to ten days. So is my brother and like a pack on. So all of that. Well, I know my, my my brother and sister both have power back. They just got it back. Just yeah. got it back. Well, uh, Charlie got it back a few days ago. Barbara just got it back Barbara yesterday. Got it back. Mm. So you know what happens is you get through those first few days. And you think, okay, I can withstand this. I can withstand this. Now you're going on over a week. Mm-hmm. Having no power is bad enough. Having no power and having your house condemned and having no place to go is even and lose uh, it's, it's, everything it's you've incomprehensible. Owned. Yeah. I can remember, too, after the hurricanes came through and seeing, like, my neighborhood that had damage was one thing, and it was, like, depressing every day, like, going through, going, wow, look what happened to everybody. But I went down to Punta Gorda when it came through that, and you saw that, and it's like, wow. But I can remember being, you know, not, like, depressed that I couldn't do anything, but it's like you make it makes you realize what really is important. Mm -hmm. 
Don't you remember the blue tarps in Orlando oh, in yeah. 2004? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every other house had a blue tarp over the roof. We've seen devastation. Mm-hmm. We've seen damage. We've not seen this, this. level of no. damage. No, no. no we have a long time here. We Andrew haven't. is probably the last one here in Florida. Right. That was South Florida. Right. Yeah. Charlie doesn't, you know, Charlie doesn't compare. No. Uh, what we went through in Charlie uh, doesn't compare to what they're going through in the Northeast. So, I would also say if you're on Facebook, if you have power, if, you know, post on Facebook. I mean, it does help to talk about it or on the Diz. There's lots of us that are thinking about you, saying prayers. If you have don't power. Think you're, you know, I'm sorry. I apologize. You know, I didn't mean to step over here. Don't if, think you're in it all alone. Right. If you have power and you're on Facebook, offer to go go next door to your neighbors and talk to people who don't have power. Mm-hmm. They would probably love to know that their families were okay. Right. right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're really good. The Diz listeners are really good about doing that kind of networking. Right. You can talk to so-and-so who can talk to so-and-so. And we do the whole six degrees of separation here. We all are family pretty much. Go talk to your neighbors and tell them that you can get in touch with their families. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Lots of good ideas. Lots of good ideas. Please do whatever you can help the folks up in the Northeast. Uh, what else do we have for housekeeping? Teresa? Oh, I just I want to thank everybody for what? John? Nothing, Nothing at just all. Just say it. Go ahead. Okay. So um, I just want to thank everybody for um, their donations to our flatty vacations and for their ideas. People are sending in their own ideas on what the flatties can do and different uh, ways to expand well, on our... Who is this person staring at me from behind my computer screen? That is um, <laughs> Rebecca Winhorst. She, um, she's made her flatty in and she sent it to us. You going to take a picture? I am. Where's my camera? She's got a front and a back. She did. She made a cool she little flatty. Kind of creepy. Oh, she's not? I'm touching you inappropriately. We can see Rebecca's <laughs> butt. Wait a minute. This is bad touch, Rebecca. Is this a, is there a tattoo back there? There is. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what it says. But um, she generously paid... Uh, I think it's the USB plug. 50 bucks to uh, come and sit at the table with us. And <clears throat> Teresa and I, I guess we should also say we were going to ask for you know we were going to do a, a thanksgiving promotion for give kids the world but i agree with kevin the money needs to go right now to the red yeah. cross yeah. and to the, the people cross. who needs it need it and we'll pick up with everybody once we know that everybody's taking care i think of. i'm going to have rebecca's uh, uh flatty mock teresa throughout the show oh how fun, how fun <laughs> is there is a little that? voice associated with that hey teresa teresa uh, likes dead. yeah teresa sounds likes, like howdy doody sounds like teresa Mr. Bill. likes dead elephants oh yeah. but you know what i Freak. i thought of Okay, thank you. The um, the whole flatty coming to the podcast um, yesterday when I was getting my, looking for my rapid fire. I think when a flatty comes to the podcast, they need to have a little flat rapid fire to come to. Wouldn't that be oh, cool? God. <laughs> you have real children. I do. Focus your attention on that. <clears throat> I do. John, what are you doing with Rebecca? <laughs> I'm making her give you bad hand signals. I can see that from across the room. Oh, She's my friend, so don't. If you're going to subject yourself to come here as a flatty, you're going to be abused. You are going to be abused. But that's all part of the that's fun. Part of the fun yeah. It is. Actually, part we should charge them more for that. <laughs> Another $50, and we'll abuse you for five minutes. <laughs> to be abused. Kevin, hold up Rebecca. Not in front of your face. Okay. All, All right. right. Well, so. this is going on. Yeah. <laughs> Housekeeping, I just want to remind everybody, Podcast Cruise 4.0, I want to just announce that we're going to be closing out the sign-ups for the Diz Dreams transfers on November 15th. So if you want to use our transfers from 
Walt Disney World to the port and from the port back to either Walt Disney World or the airport, please go and sign up right away. It's the same place where you signed up for your credentials. And that's it for me. So it's like a month away, right? Cruise is coming up fast. Yeah, it sure is. The 8th. Wow. Yep, it is a month and two days. Awesome. How'd that happen? I know. What else do we have? Anything? Kathy? No. Anybody? No. All right. Then we will move on to the news. All right. Our first news story. Pregnant woman airlifted from Disney Magic. A pregnant woman who is having quote-unquote pregnancy issues was airlifted from the Disney Magic early Saturday morning, November 3rd, 2012, said officials with the U.S. Coast Guard. The cruise ship that set sail from Galveston was about 180 miles into the Gulf of Mexico when the ship's captain called for help at about 9.15 p.m. The captain told the Coast Guard that the 31-year-old woman was having pregnancy issues and needed to be airlifted off the ship. The Coast Guard sent an MH-65 Dolphin helicopter from Ellington Field. I'm surprised that's what they chose. <laughs> You're surprised that's what they used? Seems like overkill, doesn't it? Well, supported by the HU-25 Guardian jet. Just in case you're wondering. Just in case, like, the Taliban tried to attack whoa, while they whoa, were wait, wait, airlifting wait. She had a, like a She had an escort. An escort? Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. They were using her for target practice. The jet was shooting at her while they, cause they, were, they were just, like, hanging her under the helicopter <laughs> and, like, flying over the Gulf of the... Like Lucy meeting Ricky on the boat. While in labor. Rescue crews arrived at the ship at about 12.45 a.m. Saturday. The woman, the woman was hosted aboard the chopper. Hoisted or hosted? Was it a, was it a reception? Yes, it was. There was a woman with cheese. Hello and welcome. And taken, to, and taken to the universe. Well, better than you guys having her being shot at, I had her being hosted. Hosted aboard. And she was taken to the University well, again, of Texas. hoisted. I mean, what, like, like, a, like, a, like a crane. Yeah, like she was hosted. Let me turn down your emergency It's applause. And, oh. Go ahead. She was taken to the University of Texas Medical Branch's John Seeley Hospital in Galveston. The health of the unidentified woman and unborn child are not known at this well, see, time. Oh, see, we shouldn't be making... We don't know what, what happened, do we? Not, you not didn't get an time. update? You didn't get an update? I did not, she did not call me. <laughs> I well, it hosted. must have been serious enough that they called in a helicopter. Well, yeah, if they're calling in for an airlift, yeah. a fighter jet, yeah. So, we well, should. I hope she's all right. Her we child's sure all right. Will. Wow. I hope she isn't, you know how Disney always says, if 24 weeks or less, I hope she wasn't one of those that said, oh, nothing's going to happen, and yeah. she went on the cruise. Or, and, you know, pushed her luck and yeah. wasn't, her timing was off. All right. Her timing was off. Our next news story. 74-year-old tries to fake his way into Disney. Well, I saw this. A 74-year-old Miami man is facing criminal charges of impersonating a federal officer while trying to get into a local theme park. Oh, dear God, are you serious? Deputy said 74-year-old Emerito Pujol showed up at the front gate at Epcot Saturday morning, flashing a badge and claiming to be a federal agent. Investigators said when the man was pressed about his identity, he told the ticket taker he was undercover and looking for someone. When a Disney security officer responded, the man changed his story and claimed he was a service. He was in service and guarding someone important, according to officials. (laughs) Authorities said when a real deputy was called to Epcot to sort it all out, Pujol flashed his badge again. Was it like inside Uh, a trench coat, or the deputy found it to be an honorary badge, and the man was not law enforcement law, law enforcement at all, according to the arrest report. 
That's when arrest papers indicated that Pujol changed his story again and claimed he was just there waiting for his family. <laughs> Honorary badge. What, they passed those out? I think it was like the ones you buy in Frontierland. Officer Doofy, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Remember, Elvis got an honorary badge. He was an honorary Well, we made Maxie a little fake, you know, FBI badge when he was little. He didn't, you know, is that Yeah, you can get those at the dollar store. Yeah. He might have showed his dollar store badge. I just think it's great that he just kept thinking on his feet. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. No, what I meant to say was. (laughs) What I meant to say was. (laughs) It's my family. I'm here to see my family. What's the retirement age for an FBI agent? 74. <laughs> Apparently <probably>. 74, yeah. <laughs> All right. And our final news story. Lawsuit filed against Rainforest Cafe claims chicken dish contained rat parts. <laughs> cool. How did they determine a, a Philadelphia couple are suing a Florida restaurant after their son ate buffalo wings that they say was contaminated with rodent parts and clumps of rodent hair. Oh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Richard and Carrie Jasper were vacationing at the Walt Disney World Resort in Florida January 25th, 2012, when they decided to celebrate son Daniel's eighth birthday by taking him, his sister, and his sister to the Rainforest Cafe they in downtown not Disney. Love him. That was their first mistake. <laughs> yeah, really. Daniel ordered a $10.99 buffalo wings appetizer. Pertinent. And after eating, quote, a substantial portion, he and his parents, quote, noticed clumps of rodent parts and hair. No. In the well, 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 how do you know it's rodent parts? Was it like the little face or what? <laughs> what just maybe a tail? Maybe they found a little name tag and said Remy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. This smells bad. Daniel got sick and couldn't eat anymore, but, but it tasted bad, too. Daniel got sick and couldn't eat anymore, the lawsuit claims. The, flam- the family alerted waitstaff who whisked the food away and took it off the bill, but otherwise acted as if serving rodent parts to customers was an ordinary part of their business, quoted the lawyer. It's the Rainforest Cafe. Of course it is. I'm sorry. (laughs) Wait. Hang on. You want me to finish this? No, not particularly. Okay. (laughs) The boy continued to feel sick, and within two days, the family took him to an emergency clinic with abdominal pains. Landry's, the Texas-based owner of the Rainforest Cafe, later acknowledged to the family that the food was, quote, contaminated by or while under the control of Purdue, according to the lawsuit. The complaint claims negligence against Landry, Rainforest Cafe, uh, and the family seeking $50,000 for suffering. Well, they took it off the bill. I apologize. (laughs) It smells like crap to me. Why would would the owners then say, yeah, we think it was contaminated Purdue? Wouldn't they just say, no, 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 and... Yeah. Someone somewhere must have known Imagine something. finding a clump of unimaginable stuff on your plate. Would you be able to then say, this is rodent parts and I only want yeah, $50,000? How would, how would you yeah. know it was rodent parts? I don't get that. It could have been any. Well, it could have been knows? hair off a toupee. And a- I'm, not so quick. I'm not so quick to dismiss this as, uh, you know, look, stuff does happen. Now, yes, yeah. and also there are plenty of people out there who will do things like this just to Just the up. details that I hear. Doesn't but, it sound like it's... I mean, you did know, you ever see the movie where, I mean, it's uh, Victor Victoria where she brings a cockroach into the restaurant? Right, right, right. Yep, 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 yep. It's one of those things. Oh, look, rodent part. Yeah, but unless it was in the same specific. secret well, sauce. Well, I'd be interested you know? to see how the lawsuit goes. Yeah. I What really surprised me about this was that Landry's jumped up and acknowledged that the food was contaminated. It's they contaminated. tried to blame it. They tried to blame it for Purdue. 
But still, why wouldn't their first response be? Well, I'd like no, to no, no, see. No, no. I'd like yeah. to. I'll, I'll believe that when I see court testimony from somebody at Landry saying, "Yes, this actually happened, but it was not our fault." So let's follow this through. I mean. <laughs> If you take frozen chicken wings out of the refrigerator and throw them in the deep fryer before you put them in the thing and then put them through the whole sauce thing and then throw them on the plate so it, you can still, I mean... Wouldn't you see the tail yeah. or the foot or the whatever it was whatever hanging it was, out? I'm sorry. I, would think. I, I mean, I'm, I, once it's been deep fried, breaded, and sauced, how could you tell it was I mean, parts? crap happens, but come on. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to see what... I'm I want to know what part it is. I want to see what part it was, well, you know. It does you want to see pictures? I need pictures. Was it Tom or Jerry? <laughs> I need pictures. Well, it may not have been that specific at the time. They may right. have come to find out that it was roast. I don't know. I don't well, wait. Know. No, didn't you say she said they called him to the table or something and she said there's rodent parts in my food? She or said something? it contained rodent parts and clumps of rodent hair. Like that's two different things. It's all rodent parts. <laughs> okay, you, now you're talking semantics. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll see. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we haven't answer. heard the last of this lawsuit. It's either going to get thrown out of court or not. It's going to get buried. So I there's my. the little boy ate any of the parts. Or they just That's why he them. got sick. Because he ate the parts. Well, they were cooked. And if you were served <laughs> rodent parts, would you settle for $50,000? I don't know. What, what kind of price do you put on that? Oh, I'm. I'd be gagging, baby. I, I think I'd be. I'd shoot up he didn't seem to complain about the taste, just the. Really? It tastes the like feeling chicken. afterwards. It tastes like chicken. It tastes like chicken. All wow. right. Is that it for the news? How old was the little boy? The little boy was eight. They were celebrating his eighth birthday. I'm trying to get a picture of it here. That's okay, it. well, you sit there and do that. Are we done with the news? <laughs> That's it for the news. All right. Thank you, John. We will move on to Roundtable Rapid Fire. Who would like to go first? Teresa. <laughs> oh, I wasn't even going to wait for you. I was just going to go right to you. Okay. I got a good one. SeaWorld Orlando plans holiday festivities. A wondrous night, the greatest story never told, will return for the second year in its 30-minute show that tells the traditional Christmas story from the Bible. Did you say the greatest story never told? That's what it says. That's what I thought. So they're making stuff up. The greatest story never told. Will you let me finish? Okay. Okay. Now you know how I feel with the news. 30-minute show that tells the (laughs) traditional Christmas story from the Bible with a twist. It's told from the perspective of the animals (laughs) in the nativity. He lives. It's not like that joke. You saw a shadow and there were eight more weeks of winter. It's just wrong. I saw the show last year and it's really cute. It's the perspective. Guys, pull it back. Pull it back to center here. Come on. Oh, God. Okay, let me finish From the perspective of the rodent that the kid ate. It's really. Perspective of the animals. Lost my place. Dustin, I'm going to put you in the corner now. I'm sorry. (laughs) The animals are portrayed by puppets at the beginning of the show to allow the audience to learn the personality of the animals and then will be replaced with real animals at the key magical moment. Animals involved including sheep, doves, an alpaca, a zebu, which is an ox, three camels. Photo ops with some of the stars will also be available. Also, the Sea of Trees is back for the you third year. You have your picture taken with the zebu? Yeah. 74 decorated holiday trees will line the water featuring lights that dance to your favorite holiday tunes. That's nice. Do I, do I say they can do it? They can. They can. <coughs> Other old favorites Happy are returning as well. The Bayside Stadium stage will once again play the host of the Winter Wonderland on ice skating show. Shamu Christmas, Miracles, Clyde, Seymour's Countdown to Christmas. <laughs> Shamu on ice. A Sesame Street Christmas show. I'm, I'm powering through this. A Sesame Street Christmas show will round out the show as following by Holiday Reflections, a nightly fireworks and fountain show. Also available will be the Polar Express experience, which I really like. 
Transforming the Wild Arctic Attraction. The Stimulator Ride will take guests on a train. Stimulator Ride? That costs extra. Stimulate. I like that one. The Stimulator Ride. That's the greatest story never told. (laughs) Make it vibrate again, Mary. (laughs) We'll take guests on a train ride at the movie and you get a visit to Santa. Okay, people. God, this show's going to be like 20 minutes long about <laughs> stuff I have to edit out. This, You're not taking none of this. This out. was a good <coughs> rapid fire about a joyous thing, and y'all turned it into some freakish yes. little piece of crap. Yes, Teresa, it was good. You're very good. It, You're last very year when we went to the candlelight processional, we saw a guy, and you know that part where he talks about Jesus never going more than 30 miles from home, mm-hmm. never you know, leading yeah. an army, and he said the words, he never had an office. Instead of he never held an office. That's my favorite part. And John leans over and goes, that means he had no post-it notes. <laughs> so I went out for 20 minutes. He never had a fax machine. He never had a desk. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> he never had an office. Anyway, if you go to see, the show really is. I saw it last year, and it was a unique way. And, and the dancers and the costumes that they, they use in this thing, they really... Did their Are homework? The animals it it in really, yeah. What she said, the the out no, the animals aren't, but just the whole production of it was just awesome. It's a cool you way to tell when they the change story. from puppets to real animals. I'm sure there's some sort like of at the end of Survivor when they're supposedly on the island and then you know? they have on makeup. They went like right. off stage and yeah. then at the end they all come lights back. come back on and there's you know. But it's, it's like that the, 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 the animals tell the story like it couldn't have happened without them. And each one animal comes out and goes, well, no, no, no. Christmas wouldn't have happened if I hadn't given them like a place in the, the stable. And it, it's, it sounds corny, but it really in the, the dance numbers, anything you've ever seen. <laughs> it sounds corny. The dance numbers with the animals. No, 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 no. The animals are no. the Macarena. No, the animals are not in the dance numbers, but... <laughs> If you, you know, the original Christmas story did not have dance numbers. <laughs> well, this or talking animals. Okay, let me put. Whoa, it. didn't they talk? <laughs> but you don't pay extra for this show. No. it's part of your ticket. Well, I love, I love that SeaWorld does that in general with the mm-hmm. holidays. Whether it's you know whatever holiday, they never do hard ticket events. That's because they have trouble getting people in like regularly anyway. They're not going to get people to. Aww. I love SeaWorld. Don't get me wrong, but let's be honest. SeaWorld is the least attended theme park yeah. of the majors. Well, in I'm Orlando. trying. I'm trying to get people over there with this nativity never told. The Christmas that thingy. was ne- the, Chris- the greatest story never told. <laughs> Jesus is stimulator. <laughs> I'm going to go check that out. <laughs> Sounds like something a middle aged woman would enjoy. Okay. I, this is often it's still making noise. I swear. Like crazy. Got stimulated. All right, thank you, Teresa. Yeah. Dustin. Um, I just wanted to uh, bring up that with all the talk about Avatar Land and all the talk about Lucasfilm now, um, just wanted to make sure everybody goes and checks out our rumors and news forum on the Diz. There's a lot of different discussions, especially with the Lucasfilm um, being Oh, yeah, that set, that set the world on oh, fire. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. There's a rumor now that uh, Disney's looking to buy Hasbro. Right. Yep. Which and everybody's oh, wow. questioning the timing on that with <gasps> yeah. Transformers. On oh, my little pony land, out. then. Yes. And the Star Wars characters are Hasbro, I think. They're toys. So the cootie book. Oh, yeah. the, the toy division is, the but Hasbro book. does own several um, different brands. Oh, they have all up. kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they, they are really big on acquisitions right now, and they're they're picking these these big 
Yeah, they're not picking up little companies. Yeah. They're picking they're major, 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 major brands like Transformers yeah. and GI Joe. That's Hasbro. Yeah, um, a lot of other stuff. Yeah, My Little Pony. Maybe I don't. It know. is either it going is. to be a stroke of brilliance on Iger's part, or it is going to undo the company. If he takes it too far, the thing, the interesting thing, and we've seen it with Marvel, is that they've acquired that, but there's still all these old deals going on. Right. So it's. It is a matter of time before it all falls under Disney's umbrella. I mean, how long is it supposed to be before they can ask I'm not sure. Universal to take Marvel out of their park? I think I, I, I think they have I think they have that in perpetuity. I think they have because the right I remember to the story that they can they have the right to renew without question. So they have the contract ends, but they right. have the right to continue to renew as long as they keep paying. Because oh, I'm sorry. At the same time, with with something similar to that, they're also acquiring. Um, if they go for Hasbro and like they did with Lucasfilm, they're acquiring things in the television market that Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network put out. Mm. So the Star Wars um, animated series is on Cartoon Network from what I understand. You watch it, you know, you do. <laughs> and there's other, there's other Hasbro uh, properties that are on Nickelodeon. So it, even though there wouldn't be an effect immediately, once those deals run out, those channels are losing a lot of content. Then right? also the question becomes too, is is this a matter of Iger saying, let me get all of the hot brands just to block people from using them? Could be. Or if, to get people to pay them for pretty much doing nothing right, other than can, owning them. You can now license them out and make money without having to produce anything. Do right. we like all this or not? What's the, I what? think the Lucasfilm deal was brilliant. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. I and I, Y'all freaked on last week's show when you announced I, that. It well, was, it was like, breaking news. Yes. It was. I yeah. mean, no, so I think... Oh, well. I think in Disney's hands, when you put so, you put a property like Star Wars in the hands of Imagineers at Disney, I think just for the theme parks. Let's I'm leaving the movies and everything else off the table. Just for the theme parks, it's gonna that could be absolutely incredible. That could be absolutely incredible. I think I think that uh, or we could I think get that's, Ewok spin. I I no I I think what you may end up looking at you may end up looking at a, a fifth gate I think uh, really yeah. Uh, yeah there's a lot of talk about it on our rumors board that mm-hmm. I think of hasn't there always been a lot of talk first it yes. was a villains park yeah. right right but then we were going to have nightly beastly I don't think, kingdom I don't think you'll see it I, I don't think you'd see it right away but if it if Disney is able to monetize it well. Let's say they do a, a new film in 2014, 2015. Yeah, something like that. Um, and they they successfully reboot the franchise, something Lucas didn't do with the prequels. With the prequels. Um, if they are successful in rebooting the franchise, now you, you've just added a whole new life to something that was already right. worth a lot to begin with. Uh, they'd be crazy not to not to invest in, in a fifth gate if they're able to reboot that franchise. Well, think of what we said with Harry Potter when they described it on TV as a new theme park. And we all just sat here and shaking our heads and thinking, well, no, it fits under the roller coaster. It's really not a new theme <laughs> right, park. Right, exactly. So it, it would be, you know, you said something last week about this is their answer to Harry Potter. And it would totally do away with all that criticism. Well, if you just open another Star Wars ride and call it a new theme park, it's not that. But if you opened a whole new theme park based on Star Wars... We're not going to see a fifth gate at Disney for a very long time. It's, it's going to yeah. be a while. It's going to be a while. They have to recoup the losses that, of the money they just spent. Not only that, but they've got a more rooms than they can fill. 
So what they still need to do is they need to fill the rooms before they're going to play, make another th- reason for people to come. Right. So I will say, we'll see. But I think that I, I think it just opens up a world of possibility. Yeah. And I think, you know, Disney's, especially you look at the new fantasy land, uh, Disney's shown that when they want to, boy, they can really yep. pull off some great stuff. And uh, I think the idea of Star Wars in their hands could be fantastic. Something good is going to come out of it. Oh, yeah. We'll oh, yeah. see what magnitude that is. All right. Thank you, Dustin. Kevin. Mine's a little not, not quite as exciting. Uh, the first Tuesday of every month, AMC theaters at Downtown Disney are going to have Bring Your Baby to the Movies Day. <gasps> oh, oh. What the heck? <laughs> I was just trying to get excited. I was just going to say, you're a little too excited about it. <laughs> yeah, really. It's kind of creepy. I don't that know. Really creepy. You can take your baby to the movies. They are going to have uh, the lights will be less dim, the volume will be lowered, and strollers and crying babies are permitted. Now, didn't they do something similar? Yeah, the last time I went to the movies. <laughs> they have a movie for children. A special, with special, special needs. needs. Yes. Right. So that you can bring children to the movies where the sound might be too loud. So these are two separate days. These, that are, ha- these are specifically for parents with infants and small okay. children. Okay. And what it is, is it's allowing you to see movies that you want to see. And still bring your baby to the movies. The people that sat behind me the last time I went to the movie, I hope they're listeners. Bring your kid to this one. Right. <laughs> the idea being that if everybody has a baby, it's, I mean, everybody's used to it. Right. And, and if you go into it knowing that there's going to be a room full right. of babies. Right. Sounds okay. like fun. However, they're showing what the movie. What is Dustin to cover that? Fun size. <laughs> well, isn't that a children's movie? What is it? Fun size. I don't get the, I don't get the whole idea. I can understand if they were showing R-rated movies. We wouldn't take your baby to that. Well, I'm if you, lost. If you wanted to go, if you were a young couple and you wanted to go to a movie and had no one to watch your baby, I would not go. I'm not taking my baby to an R-rated movie. I realize they're a baby, but they're going to absorb something. Oh, then you. We was, we were at one that was not appropriate for kids, and they were little kids. We went there. to see Hangover Two. Mm. Okay, here's my opinion on the on this subject, and y'all. That don't have children Speak. probably don't agree. Talk, keep talking. If stay home with your child if you can't, if you don't have someone to watch them. That's the way I feel about. It. I mean, I realize, I don't know. This is okay, I guess, but it just wouldn't be for me if I, my children were small. There's a well, time to. I don't see just, adults with a small child going to see movies aimed at kids. I mean, you're not taking your baby to watch the movie. I understand that, but so I would think they would show movies that were aimed at. Kids, right? Older people, and because oh, really? the lights. No, are I up. would think they would go kids movies. No, well, that's well, why he's saying they are kids movies. They are going kids movies, why but you're not going you for your... the kid. You're going for yourself, right? Well, it's two adults and a baby. Why would? Do you think they're going to see kids movies? I think I think it's an opportunity for people to bring the littlest kids to a, a family friendly movie and not worry oh, about you're disturbing other kids too. Yeah, you're not taking yeah. them to see The Exorcist and. Just because you want to watch it. I, yeah, I don't think it's just about bringing the baby. It's about bringing families who might have a baby in the family. Whatever it is, it's the first Tuesday. Kathy, you're quiet, girl. What you thinking? <laughs> Spill it. When my kids were small. Here she goes. I knew she's going to go here. <laughs> no, I mean, why would I take my kid? If my kid is a baby, I have a baby. My baby's not going to care that they're seeing the movie. Right. But I don't think it's just so people can bring their babies. It's so you can get out. Well, then I don't understand understand why this is different than than any other matinee of a kid's movie. Well, that just says to me that's the day I'm not going to go to the movies. Because, I mean, I had kids. 
I don't need to be in the movie theater with everybody else. I don't think it's for us. Right. Be, and, well, and yeah. It's, it's not any different from a regular matinee kids movies because most of these people, or some of them at least, I think, will have the infants that make maybe make a lot more noise than younger children. Um, are also going to have those four and five year olds with them. Uh, Alex, I'll take. I don't care for a thousand. All right. <laughs> I just think it's. They're just saying this it's okay bottom, to go to this movie. Is it a one time thing? The first no. Tuesday of every month. First Tuesday of every month. This is a bottom of the barrel rapid fire. I just want you to know. And so <laughs> he took deep a topic one. that really doesn't. All right. You know. All right. I was well, just right. trying to fit in. There you go. Thank you, Kevin. John, what are you Mine doing? is a former Disney executive and good friend of ours, Lee Cockrell, has a new book coming out. It's going to be called The Customer Rules, and it's due out March 2013. Um, Lee retired in 2006 as Walt Disney World's executive vice president of operations, and he has a, his first book was Creating Magic, 10 Common Sense Leadership Strategies from a Life at Disney. So keep an eye out for Lee Cockrell's new book, The Customer Rules. Great writer, great man. Thank you, John. Kathy Whirling. Okay. Mine is book a Disney cruise, and you're only going to pay a 10% deposit. And that's any time between now and December the 16th. If you you know, you know want to book a cruise, it's a 10% deposit. And you also, if it's booked online, it you get a $25 <coughs> onboard credit. And that's only between now and the 16th of December. Cool. Great. I also want to point out, too, shameless plug, you can book this to a travel agent like Dreams yes. Unlimited Travel. Teresa those, Eccles at Dreams Unlimited. And you can still get <laughs> Kathy these, um, the oh. reduced deposit as well as the additional shipboard credit. Mm-hmm. And all that is in addition to what you would get if you book through a travel agent as Correct. well. It's pretty cool, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and here's Teresa and Kathy can, you know. Yes, you are. T. Eccles at Dreams Unlimited Travel. I have a question, though. What is this going to do to 2014? Is this going to push it back? Are they going to announce it in the middle of all this? This is really getting on my nerves. Do you have any Excedrin? I've been I taking it steadily. I think you should take a Purine tablet. I've had a Purine tablet, yeah. <laughs> been a headache about the release of 2014 cruises for well, who has four months. We just don't know, Teresa. We just, I just don't know. I don't have What's the answer your, for you. Okay. My I'm gut. new to this. What's your gut? Is your gut telling you this is going to be Christmas releases of 2014? No, January. My, January. It'll be January. My original gut feeling was that it was going to be during our fam. That they love to do things when we are at our most. Yeah, that was we, my fear. When we're away and can't do things. But I don't think you're going to see the release during this special promotion because now you've got to give 10% no. and an extra no, 20 No, they're going to release it. They're going to release it in January. I'm telling have you they now. ever done it that late before? Yes. Yeah, sure they have. Yeah. Sure they have. Yeah. It's been it, a few years, but they used to do it. They used to. Uh, it they, absolutely stinks. But they yeah, yeah, it does. I got people chomping at the bit for this. Mm-hmm. And it's well, twenty. Yeah, I, I would expect uh, to see twenty fourteen uh, cruises in January. So, okay, well, that edition. makes me feel better that it's not going to be when we're on the podcast cruise, and it's not going to be during. Here's the deal, though. This is speculation. It's all speculation. Yeah. So who knows? But all right, thank you for that, Kathy. That will do it for rapid fire. That will also do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening, and remember, stay out of the damn lakes.